0: For one, welcome our new gentlemen overlords.
1: Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we doing? The may all the acquaintance be forgot. Happy New Year for the <laughs> gentlemen overlords. Wow. Yay!
0: Wow. Uh, I'm Robert. <laughs> <laughs> i'm max
1: and i'm baby new year oh i don't like the new direction
2: hi everybody oh no let's Um, go back to 2021 yeah
1: 2020 (laughs) this is how the podcast is gonna be from here on out i'm gonna do a new baby character and i really like (laughs) doing it wow i saw muppet babies for my tv shows um (laughs) that was, <laughs> it was a
2: great TV show. Yeah.
0: I like the detail that yeah, you enjoyed doing it also. It's the other problem the other <laughs> problem with it. Yeah. I
1: like it too much. I like being a baby. Ooh. I think I dirtied my diaper. Um Alright, let's start <clears> this one over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh we will start it over. Uh guys, let's talk about some movies we see. <laughs>
0: Don't you forget about me look my way girl <laughs> something breakfast movies we've seen
1: Roberts, you're up first tell us what you've seen movies
0: I've seen it's been a minute um since we got together I've seen a few things since then um I was recently on a, a trip for my uh, sister's birthday to Las Vegas for the first time and classic uh trip kind of thing for me is you know you're getting ready in the morning or maybe you're kind of winding down at night and you you watched the hangover and you watch the hangover and you're like uh am i gonna sleep on the roof tonight so that my friends will have hijinks um i you know you you throw something on the tv or see you kind of what the the in-room channels are playing and uh lo and behold good old uh Raimi's uh spider-man 2 wow (laughs) which i realized uh uh, my wife has not seen, I think, any of them. She's seen any them, of none them. of the Raimi ones. I don't believe so. Interesting. She she was, she, I was saying things about number two, and she was like, I don't even, what are you talking to me about? I haven't even seen this. Just, Why is an octopus <laughs> a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Huh, this is some sort of fantasy comic book world. Um, <laughs> so good. Uh, it was ob- obviously, I like was kind of jumping into it. Um, Andrew, one of our favorite scenes where, Peter walks by an alleyway and watches a guy getting beat up. Just get his ass whooped. And truly like in the light of day, like they're just off the street in, in New York city. He doesn't do it. He doesn't even like say to someone else, like, Hey, help me. Like, there's nothing about being a decent to other people. Like, and listen, if I was walking on the street and I saw like a guy getting beat up, there's a lot of like context missing. You don't know what's going on. I don't want to get hurt or get in a fight. I would be uh, people in my life would be upset if I was like injured or worse in jumping into something like that. But there's nothing stopping him from letting the police know, telling someone else who is aggro and wants to go jump into that thing. Or say, Hey, stop. Yeah. Do something to help. Yeah. Like all the other stuff. It's like, he's doing his homework now and he's, he's fixing his bike and he's just trying to like, you know, be more present in his Peter Parker kind of life.
1: That one is just a
0: wild, a wild choice. It's but,
1: it's such a swing. I understand it was like he has given up all of the super you know, heroics in general. Yeah, basically. and so he's he's like it's it's a scene that's trying to imply, like, really press on you that he has given up all aspects of being Spider-Man. But in doing so, they betrayed what makes Peter Parker a good and decent person too. Yes, I just, for that yeah. weird
0: thing, it, it's it's not. Yeah, he's not exhibiting the. And that's, that scene is so sad when he's like back in the car with Uncle Ben and it's like bright white, kind of like it's like they're in like limbo. And he's basically like, you still need to be Spider-Man. And he's like, no, I can't anymore. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and then it's crushing. Like, it's so yeah. sad to see like his uncle, his dead uncle still like disappointed like that. Um, also crushing when he tells May like what happened that night that he let the, the guy who stole money from the venue go and then he tried to take the car and, and Ben was killed like, Rosemary Harris is so good in that movie mm-hmm. um hey she's she's the hot aunt me for me <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy um, and then like the scene later where she's packing up her place and it's this the time they've finally seen each other again after Peter has come back and stopped being spider man and have a conversation about like about Spider-Man and about moving on and how brave it was for him to admit that and stuff like I'm gushing, but it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Um, So I'll have to sit down with the misses and watch all those again at some point. Um, Watched the courier with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I think it's based on a true story. I want to say late 80s, 80s, early nineties or something. There's like kind of this unassuming guy uh, Cumberbatch who kind of gets roped into like spy craft um, because they think if they send him to Russia um, and that, and with like sort of like secret mission kind of Intel to pass off to someone or deliver that no one will assume anything because he's just like going in and trying to make money and coming back to England or whatever. Um, or was it England? I think. Um, but it was pretty good. I, I liked that one. Uh, I think Dang. that's on Netflix.
2: Cumberbatch is in like everything. I think there's like a Western that I want to watch with him in it. Yeah, and I watched there's...
0: that too. Okay. Um, oh, did I not put it on my list? I need to Power put it on there. The um, dog? The Power of the Dog, which is a, a Jane Campion movie. Um you might have mentioned it last time. Did I? That's I hadn't possible. I don't I, maybe I mentioned maybe it. Not. I don't think I'd seen it. Oh, okay. Um but he uh that's a good one. I won't say too much about it, but it's it's interesting. It's uh it's called it's The Power western. Western. of the Dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's western. It's um it also has hey, the Spider-Man connection. It has um why can't I think of her name? But Mary Jane of uh, Zendaya. No, not the current Mary Jane. I'm talking about the Oh, Rain MJ.
1: Eve. Sorry, uh, Kirsten Dunst.
0: Kirsten Dunst. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, she's in it with her. I believe she's married to Jesse Plemons, who basically can never be in enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like whenever he pops up, I love him. Loved him in Jungle Book, Hello, Sin or whatever. When he when he pops out of the uh, the submarine, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, uh, um, yeah, Jesse Plemons. Um, it's just kind of like a gritty. It's uh, I wouldn't call it like a feel good, but it's it's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, it's very it made like made you feel good. Stark. Yeah, it <laughs> made me feel good because I was like that. I'm don't live out in the West with these fucks. Um, got back from Vegas. You know, I had to put on casino. Oh, from baby. Martin Scorsese. Um, Scorsese. It was really cool to watch, especially since like so many of those casinos have like rebranded and some of the facades have changed and obviously some of the insides and stuff. But there was still like hints of all that. And we went to some of the older casinos where you could kind of see. I didn't even I didn't double check yet, like what all places he filmed on location in Vegas. Um, But it was really cool. And I also never realized because I'm an idiot that the strip is not the original Vegas that you there's like a little there's another part kind of further away, which has like the original casinos. Uh, We went there one night uh, during our trip. That was awesome. It was really cool looking. And I could see even more. So I was like, okay, so maybe they use like shots of casinos from the strip in The movie especially since it kind of like moves up in time towards you know towards the strip and all the current day stuff but um yeah it was just really fun to to kind of revisit the a movie i enjoy already with a little more context now that i've actually gone you know it's like anything i before i went to new york i was just informed by movie versions of new york right hey i'm walking here (laughs) exactly that's what i kept screaming to every cab um let's see oh i watch roadhouse patrick swayze i don't know what made me want to watch that i just needed to see uh swayze get ripped out being a cool yes it got throat get ripped out but being a cooler and uh the double deuce is such a fucking shithole when he first shows up it's like insane that anyone would like even go there (laughs) like beer bottles like breaking every two seconds and people punching women in the face and stuff it's just like fucking wild um There's this great part where like there's a big brawl, and I I don't know if it's like a waitress or someone like takes a bottle and like throws it across the room. And a guy who's like just is sitting on a barstool, I don't think he's doing anything, it just like smashes into his face and he starts bleeding. And she's just like, oh no. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, you're all assholes for getting in these huge fights. That guy wasn't doing anything. Um uh watched uh Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, just due for another watch. So good. Only extended. Uh, they have both versions on hbo for anyone who's interested um but you only need one um also watched encanto the new disney and uh really really loved it it was really great yeah um uh i'll maybe talk about it in another segment too but um yeah it was good i didn't really know what to expect going in because i kind of like limited myself to the initial kind of trailers and stuff and Didn't have a lot of context outside of that for what the plot and stuff was going to be, but yeah, really enjoyed that. Uh, Beautiful looking, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Also watched the two towers. Jesus. In fact, that was the uh, movie I was watching right up uh, until uh, midnight on New Year's. And uh, it ended just before. So we threw on return of the King. So last movie of 2021, two towers, first movie of 2021 return of the King. And, uh, think the moment when mary and pippin are sitting on the you know the flooded battlements of uh isengard and eating you know or having some well-earned treats or whatever that's that's when like the clock hit midnight so that was very apt couldn't have asked for a better uh ushering in of the new year sorry guys i'm a big nerd (laughs) (laughs) no um i think that is all the movies i have seen that's it that's all. Yeah, are you That's sure? Just a <laughs> very small amount. Hey, man, I'm going for so we're, we're, I'm doing a uh, on the the Do I'm doing some like movie challenges and and game challenges this year, and I'm gonna try and watch new stuff to me, uh, if not new for the year, new completely new to me. Yeah. But in general, try and do a, at least a hundred movies. I didn't get my full count. I'll maybe I'll report on the next episode, but um, I did a good amount of stuff this year.
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um,
0: I think we've all talked about like weirdly like. I have all this free time at times and I could put on a movie or two. And instead I watch, you know, a bunch of YouTube videos or something else that I want to, I want to get more back into the, into the groove of, of watching kind of movies and things like that. So,
1: yeah. Max, what about you? Any movies?
2: Uh, I also watched hundreds of hours of movies, um, (laughs) but most of them are related to the movie. Just dozens of hours. Stop it. uh, So I'll just uh, hold off on that. The two movies that I watched, um, or American tale and mm. Five goes west. The sequel, man, um, I've been
0: thinking about that movie so much. And I would like, at this point, I'm like, I just need to like buy a copy. Cause I think about it enough that I want to like own it. I the first American tale.
2: Yeah. Uh, I forget where we watched them and they might actually have expired. Uh, I think it was prime. And I think they, they just took them off. So uh, sorry. When's the um, last
0: time you'd seen them?
2: Uh, pff, man. I was a kid. I was just a oh, kid well. at that
1: time. I, it's weird cuz so we were just down in LA a couple weeks ago and we were listening I like we neither of us wanted to put our like uh, music on the on the sound system so he's turned on the radio and the like Luther Vandross version of Somewhere Out There was on the radio. Like I hadn't heard that song wow. I hadn't heard that version of the song since probably I was a kid and watched the movie.
2: It's so ridiculous. It's it hit weird. number number two in the billboard music. I wish charts, uh apparently. in the
1: movie, like when Fievel goes to sing, it like the Luther
0: Vandross <laughs> version comes out of his mouth. It just like one of those examples of like the singing voice sounds very different. Okay, uh, what did you what did you think, Max? Because I I think I, I truly have been thinking about it a bunch. Like the animation is so crazy in Yeah. The first in, the, the first the second one's good, but the, the first the, one is so like the
2: second not one good. is not good. The second oh. one is pretty terrible. This uh, like this Certainly, uh, when I was a kid, they were both kind of like equal. It was just two two Ghostbusters really and good, Ghostbusters 2. two. Like, exactly. And then like watching it now, the first one is amazing. And the second one is like dog shit, but it's pretty terrible. Damn, dude. Okay. Uh, I'm going hard bad, on it. okay. I was, I was also bad.
0: talking about like the animation more specific. Like I was saying like it wasn't as good, yeah. but it wasn't terrible. But I guess it is all of a downgrade. You're really uh, all right.
2: Is it, I, I'm being a little harsh, you know, like uh, hyping, it, uh, hyping it up and down whatever but um like it was disappointing to to see it and to see like
0: where it started and
2: what the first one did and what the second one like complete how the second one completely betrayed all of that because of probably some criticism uh that it got because like the first one is a really good tale of like an immigrant family and yeah exactly of like coming to being on your own thinking that thinking that something is going to be a certain way hearing stories about it and having you know that oh, all told I love, and, and there're no cats out, in America exactly um but like yeah then they get there and it's you know the whole the world is the same right like there is mm-hmm. the grass is not always greener and um yeah just the, the way they go through it the like seriousness of certain parts of it and actually i guess the majority of it um uh, it's it's really it's a, It was a good movie as a kid, but also as an adult, it's great to watch. But I think it got critiqued for uh, for being too adult, and like Siskel and Ebert apparently gave it two thumbs down and said, you know, how is a kid going to watch this movie? Uh, and I think that's why the sequel sucks so bad. Is that they really took that to heart and said, well, let's just make this one a rip like. So they wow. go to the West, and I honestly think that uh, like following uh American tale and the immigration tale and like then you know what do you do in the next one I feel like they went to of mice and men and thought oh we could do the travel to the west is like a new opportunity you thought that it was going to be great it wasn't that great go out west for a new opportunity they're still traveling still trying to get to a better life uh and then it just and then like an executive got hold of it said Siskel and Evert gave this last one two thumbs down let's just do a rip-roaring spaghetti western have some fun with it uh you know with the horrible portrayal of Native Americans in the middle where they think that Tiger is a cat god and like I don't know it just that one was absolute Saturday morning cartoon in the worst ways uh and the songs weren't as good the animation wasn't as good uh one thing that I like in the first movie that surprised me is I thought it was rotoscoping. I thought that they were like redrawing, you know, just drawing over, which they did for the humans, but they did an interesting thing called zero is mm-hmm. as an X E R O like Xerox where they actually took video and then uh, got like a black and white version of that and, and painted that. So it's like actual video within, within the thing of certain things like Fievel's in a cage and he's all hand drawn, but the cage around him is just like, I think a video of a cage moving and then they have baskets. And then they have also this like, Oh, whoops. uh, I painted over that.
1: Sorry. My internet bugged out for like a five seconds.
2: (laughs) I saw you frozen there.
1: That was, that was mine. Sorry.
2: (laughs) No problem. Uh, Get it together guys. (laughs) xerography and it looks really good uh, and impressive and they didn't do any of that in the second one they didn't do any of the creative stuff that they did in the first one it's it's just straight up animation and they lean a lot on Dom DeLuise and is like hup, 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 I'm a cat <laughs> come on that's stuff. good though <laughs> it's, it, I holy was holy. laughing every time but, <laughs> but also just like coming off of American Tale is a big disappointment uh, anyway hey, I, I recommend Minsk right exactly that's the one that's the they did that looks so
0: crazy like yeah that looks I love that
2: I had to look it up I I was like how did they even do this this is so weird Uh, and it yeah it turns out looking really good they have so many dark tones they have like I don't know it's it's great movie and it's so surprising that they did the second one and I really think that it was one of those things where they had a good idea they were going to do Grapes of Wrath they were going to do a a trip you know that's going to take a while and then they just said uh, West let's just do like the because here's the weird thing that he, he's looking it up as like, this is the West uh, and reading stories of, um, of like the outlaws and the, the gunners and the, the deputy sheriff and stuff. I think all of that stuff came out after, of course it's a, a cartoon and apparently nobody cared, but I think all of the ideas of the old West came out after the West had long since existed. Right. With yes, the spaghetti yeah. Westerns and all that stuff. This was saying pretty much that that stuff was around, inspiring people to go west. But at that time they were just going because it was a better opportunity because there was gold there because there was opportunity and jobs and stuff like that. So it was mm-hmm. more like the grapes of wrath. We need we don't have what we need over here. We need to go over there. But they just turned it into a, a western and and it was uh not not good for it. Bummer. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I've watched that uh, I'll talk about in this section, Andrew. How about sure. you? What have you seen?
1: Uh I watched the first Jumanji. And um, the Robin Williams, the Robin Williams, mm-hmm. nice Jumanji. And, uh, you know, a movie that, uh, again, if uh, if fathers just treated their sons a little better, <laughs> uh, some stuff would not occur. But, um, yeah, very fun movie. David Allen Greer, I forgot, was like a big part of that movie and is very fun. And it has mm-hmm. the, the cop. And, yeah, I mean, some of the <laughs> it's really funny. We were watching with a group of friends over text. And one of the things that we all noticed was a lot of the CGI in the movie actually kind of holds up pretty well. Yeah. But then the animatronic spiders look like shit. (laughs) And I cannot figure out why they decided if they were going to make all the other animals out of CGI, that they decided to make these very fake looking giant spiders.
0: I wondered if it was just to do with like having some practical props in the movie, like the vines, there's shots of the vines I think that are practical. Mm -hmm. And then, so for me, the the like the Chris Van Allsburg book has like this. It's all black and white, and it has this sort of quality to it. And in my almost justification, even when I was a kid, was sort of like, well, this is like this other weird jungle dimension. So the animals don't have to look like perfect, like monkeys from our world or anything. And the rhinos and stuff don't have to. I mean, like, I don't think they were trying to make them look like cartoony or anything. But I like that they almost have like an, a style across the board, like. They all kind of look like they're from the same place, basically. Um, but I like that about it. And I, um, I specifically remember, have I mentioned this on the show before, that Oprah did a show maybe about Jumanji or just talking about the, the upcoming film. I don't remember if the actors were on. And the animatronic spiders coming out during really? Oprah. <laughs>
1: maybe that's why yeah. they did it, because they knew they couldn't CGI and. In- Spiders to I, Oprah. I wonder if it's just like because the actors would be so close, they thought it would be better to have I mean, a it is, practical it is, effect. It is okay, like the I, old... oh, go ahead,
0: Max.
2: I got a little confused by this because when you said they were coming out, I thought you meant that
1: they were like revealing they revealed that, that, they they were, gay, yeah. that they were gay. Yeah, they were gay. I was like, this show. is
2: such a weird Oprah
1: thing. then like,
2: I, I haven't watched Oprah. Ellen. Like Ellen Oprah writing really trash Yeah,
1: Ellen writing <laughs> off the coattails of the animatronic spiders from Jumanji. <laughs>
2: Um, oh my god!
1: Yeah, maybe it's because th- it is like the only animals that they kind of have like a fight scene with, so maybe that's why they decide to do it. Exactly. Like all the other ones are like they're o- in their own shots a lot of the right.
0: time, or like I-
1: I'm Except also like the monkeys, like, I the seen monkeys
2: it in are the constantly interacting with them, right?
1: I don't remember because like it's usually that they're like in a room, like they walk into a room and the monkeys are in there, or like the, mo-
2: the mom hits one of them with a frying pan. I remember oh, you're that. right.
1: Yeah, I'm I- sure you're not thinking about gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is like a scene where like they're trying to like stab the spiders with something or like the kids have to like kind of avoid them. So I wonder if they thought we can't like the like the animation it makes like when it's mixed up so much with the humans maybe doesn't look as good. So let's put together these like animatronic kind but of I
0: agree. I like the quality. Oh, you know, what's also
1: like crazy. Oh, is, like, I was not starting... pra- I was not praising the movie for it. I think it looks really bad. <laughs> of the oh, you CG. Just said The CG held up. The CG holds up. The spiders look bad, is the what spi- I was, yeah. The spiders oh. look bad,
2: but the the CG like the the rampage scene where they like stomp through and crush yeah. cars and stuff that looks so yeah. Good.
0: What about um? How do you like when like he burns like he, like becomes like sand almost and like gets sucked into the board game and that's like, Spider-Man
1: three. It.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> um, also like just like a horrifying like. Start of a movie is like this kid like goes to this jungle and like survives until like adulthood uh-huh. in this horrible place. So wild, yeah. Um, and also his his dad is a crazy hunter who's trying to kill him the whole time. Right.
1: Wild. Stuff. You guys are yeah.
2: you guys are talking about Nick Jonas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, the other movie I also watched was Encanto. Watched that as well on Disney Plus last Hell night. Hell yeah. And yeah, gorgeous movie. Um, I don't want to say too much about it because it just came out on Disney Plus. Yeah, But, yeah, just gorgeous, really beautiful story. Uh, Stephanie Beatriz is is great as the main character. Um, If you only know her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's really wild to hear her real voice because it's so much more high-pitched than her as Rosa Diaz. But, um, yeah, great movie, really fun. Enjoyed it a lot.
0: Uh, Some cool songs, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the, the initial song where they introduce the family is very fun, especially since there's, like, so many... So many members of the family and the kid, the people like asking her to sing about it. She's like, okay, here comes the grandkids part, because there's a lot of uh, Yeah. Um and we had to put on subtitles because like she does like a recap at the end and like the lyrics are going by so quick. Yeah. They're very, very clever. Um and I loved uh Louisa's song, the mm-hmm. like strong sister. Yeah. Because that was like not what I expect from a Disney song. And it was it was very modern, but it was like very interesting. And I liked what it was saying about her character. And I also just like that character design. I'm glad they made I heard that was, like, a sticking point of, like, making her, like, a much smaller, like, more realistic Mm -hmm. kind of strong. And I'm glad they made her, like, the Hulk kind of. Yeah. Because I just think it it made it – I think it just is, like, a – yeah,
1: a cooler character to have in the film. The other thing we were watching and my wife noticed, uh, Wilmer Valderrama is, you know, plays the dad in it. And for a good portion of the movie, I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that he had a TV show for three seasons on MTV called Yo Mama, which was just a – like people telling yo mama jokes in like the mid two thousands. Wow. <laughs> that that existed for three fucking seasons. I was just like, why, why do I remember this? And why can I not get it out of my head that that happened?
0: That was a good love. Question, like his dude. credits when he's, you know, lists somewhere like Wilmer, Wilmer Votarama of Encanto and yo mama. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they would list yo mama before that 70s show. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some
2: tv shows we've seen (laughs) we've seen
1: uh
0: robert tv had we mentioned the wheel of time finale the last time we got i don't think we did yeah and i don't want to say because it's still on and people can still probably binge it so i won't say too much about it but it was very interesting uh i agree i know from talking to jamie and and i'll just some what i remembered that um they definitely are changing some stuff from the book, but in a way that like, I'm saying that in sort of a way of like, I'm excited to see where they go with it, but it felt, it felt like a combination of things. Like it's six episodes, it's like a short season. Um, I know that there was like, you know, difficulty with COVID as far as like filming and stuff like that. Um, They have recast a character. Yep. And um, yeah, it was just kind of an interesting Interesting where a lot of the characters ended up mm-hmm. uh, and some of the events that took place. Um, yeah. So it was, it was kind of, uh, I, I wish I liked it a little bit more. It, it was, it was kind of, it was very weird and maybe I need to revisit it. But, um, but I would say that like, ultimately I really enjoyed the show and I liked the kind of the, the journey more than this final app of the season, but because right, of Greenlit th- for two. Do you think mm-hmm. that, um, do you think that, cause you, did you, you read the books, right? I have I have heard enough about them that I I feel like I've read at least the first couple almost because like through osmosis,
1: (laughs) I have no connection to the books. And like, so I was like, not at like to me, this is all new information. So like where the characters ended up and what the characters ended up doing is all new to me. And it's not I have no I'm not saying you have a hang up with it, but I have no hang ups of like where I think the characters are going to go or what they're supposed to do. So I wonder Cause I kind of liked the finale and I am curious if, because you have like some sense of like where the characters are going. Well, there's just other things too. Like, I don't, yeah, I
0: I don't want to like spoil
1: it. Yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah.
0: after the pod, but there's like a character who's like, who's like fate in my opinion, like was up in the air and I was like, what are they? Okay. And then I've heard since it, like, yeah, they're fine. But I'm like, that didn't really translate to screen. Like I couldn't tell mm-hmm. that didn't seem like that to me. Uh, so that was just like kind of confusing things sure. like that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm I think I will probably feel good when the second season comes out and we kind of see where they kind of pick things up. Yeah. That'll be that'll be really interesting. Yeah. Um let's see, what else did I watch show wise? Um I think just um just like I don't know, I guess it doesn't even count as like a TV show, but just like that Luca short. Did either of you watch that? No, I have not Ciao Alberto. It's good. Nah. Very cute. Um not a TV show. Don't know why I waited to say it now. Um, I think. Sorry, guys. I've only seen. Yeah. That amount this of TV. Is, after the movies, this is very disappointing. Yeah, I but, know what a letdown. down. Uh, I guess you know Max? where you
2: where you invested your time. Uh, I finished up Arcane and Only Murders Ooh. in the building. Um, both of those were were pretty good. Ar- I mean, Arcane is great. I'm excited. They're doing more, right?
0: Yes. They announced just like a teaser showing the number two or whatever. And there's a second season. So how good was that, though? You liked it?
2: Yeah, I did like it. I I mean, it's consistent throughout the whole thing. It's it's Mm -hmm. interesting. The animation stays fantastic. You like learn to care about the characters and uh, I've
1: heard nothing but good things about Arcane. Like even from people who don't like like you who don't give a shit about League of Legends.
2: Yeah. I mean, you really don't have to. It's it's just a pretty cool world that they set up. It's a little bit angsty. It's a little like a little bit of that steampunk clockwork stuff, but it's fun. Uh, it's really cool, and I think like just the visuals of it, uh, and I guess the the, the voice acting. Um, it's all pretty consistent. It's all really really good, high quality, um, and yeah, I'm just kind of getting like, I get the feeling that I'm not. There are certain things about League of Legends that I'm never really going to be into, but mm-hmm. uh, like there are some stuff here. Like on the being Frings toxic. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that I'm all. I, yeah, I'm you're all in for it. that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, one of the things that uh, made me think I might like Arcane. It's
0: 2022, <laughs> baby, this is a year of toxicity. I think we're all, this is all our heel turn. Hey, Brit- Brittany did it first, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> toxic was a great song. Um, yeah, we got it. So, yeah, it looked like Andrew didn't, so I wasn't sure. Uh, Who's Brittany? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Only Murders in the Building uh, was also good. It was one of the, like, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I was a little disappointed that it kind of wraps itself up in, like, I I thought it was going to subvert itself or whatever, subvert expectations. It didn't necessarily do that, but it did. It was a good story, right? Without It didn't have to subvert it. I watched uh, the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. And then stopped, and I think that's where <laughs> I'll remain <laughs> at this point. Um, not much to say about that. It's a little too cartoony for the cartoony that it was cartoon that it was based on. Uh, yeah,
0: it's insane that the cartoon is more realistic, which is like a, a choice of theirs, but it's just kind of weird.
2: And it, like, and it didn't do enough to warrant the cartooniness in the live action, right? Like there are certain things Speed Racer comes to mind. Uh, Which I'll probably be mentioning later uh, Over and over again Um, But Like it it didn't do enough To make itself seem like it should be that Cartoony it just seemed like Like do you guys Well this is based on like a Japanese cartoon So we need
0: to add it make it like A quippy and extra weird like Yeah not that there isn't goofiness In the anime but there's also like Tons of very seriousness Like a lot of the episodes are tragic So
2: yeah and like maybe it fits better i don't know jet does an amazing voice like jet amazing. is the best
0: casting in my opinion yeah yeah
2: he, he just kind of nails it i don't like, like that he's a deadbeat dad but oh i didn't i don't know if it got that far since i uh, oh okay maybe I, maybe i did i mean they're talking about he's trying to well if, if you continue dad, on
0: but... he mentions every episode that he needs to get a gift for his daughter okay yeah he's he just was kind of like this
2: annoying already.
1: shit
0: yeah
2: Okay, Uh, but probably won't watch the rest of that, and uh, it's already canceled. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Uh, Orphan Black. Speaking of another canceled show, uh, but shouldn't I mean I I think it finished up, right? No, no, it was not canceled. It was finished. It wasn't canceled. Yeah, they they stopped making. But here's the thing: they continued it on in podcast form, and I didn't know this uh, until my sister told me. And so now I'm going back and watching all of these. I'm now like nearing the end of season three. I think I've got two episodes left of that Mm -hmm. still amazing like Tatiana Maslany is so good but also her brother Felix also like everyone in there is doing a good job yeah uh I think like I don't know how much to talk about it's it's old enough right maybe I haven't
1: yeah I haven't finished the show yet so I'm but I'm in season five so
2: in season five okay uh I don't think they do as good of a job um differentiating the clones that are not uh tatiana i think
1: oh the the male clones yeah yeah i agree with that
2: but uh other than that i think um like it's just a really fun show to see where they go with it and all the it's also hard because
1: she's amazing and she does such a good job of being all the different you know allison sarah all these different helena like She's so good at being the different clones that sometimes you forget that it's the same actress at times. Yeah. And she's so, like, her performance is so diverse that it's almost, it almost feels unfair to the male actor that he yeah. has to play other characters because he's maybe just not as good of an actor as Tatiana line. I mean,
2: and, and they also did a handicap him in the, uh writing of it in that they were all from the same location yeah they all like yeah she gets to do accents and like still clearly if they're from the same area they're still distinct the way she does it but like for them they're all military guys and they're all from the same place and so they don't have the accents and they have that like okay everyone has to be in like military type of person so um like but still, I think like every single one that that she portrays, uh, I I think the the one that had that struck the least was the German, who's only in one episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, and they, I just got to the point where they introduced Crystal. Yeah, Crystal. I guess so... like reintroduce Crystal and give her a, a bit more time. She's and I, so fun. Like,
1: she's so fun.
2: She's like the closest person to her is Allison so you see like like bits of yeah. this and there but the fact that they are s- like so drastically different mm-hmm. despite having some of the similarities is just impressive yeah and I'm look of course looking forward to she-Hulk and seeing what uh tatiana maslani does with that character yeah so uh it's good been good going back through and, and re-watching if you haven't seen orphan black already uh start watching it uh, and then continue on in podcast form when that's done. Uh, and I think they might be doing a movie or something. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. Um, and then I watched season two of Witcher, another really good show that I would recommend. I think, uh, they do a great job with that. Henry Cavill like, mm-hmm. really worked out. Uh, I feel like there were a lot of people who were worried about his casting as, uh, Geralt, but, uh, he does a great job. Although it did sound like um, when they originally were filming, they didn't do the gravelly voice of the video game character. And uh, I think that would have been a mis- mistake. Hmm, like, yeah. there w- At a certain point, Henry Cavill decided to just go for it and do that. And the director was like, yeah, keep doing that. That's good. And I'm glad they made that decision because I think it would have been a completely different show. But uh, I- yeah. Yeah. It works out great. It's it's an interesting story. I think everyone's doing a good job in it, especially Henry Cavill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the first name Hank, basis Hank.
2: <laughs> good job, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> All right, uh, Andrew, what you seen?
1: Uh, I watched the entire new series *McGruber* on Peacock.
2: Ooh. Oh, speaking of ripping throats out.
1: Speaking of ripping throats out, I almost said that when you were talking about *Roadhouse*. <laughs> um, boy, that was a fucking wild ride. If like. They took the violence and the gratuitousness of the movie and they amped it up more on the TV show. It's about, I think it's eight episodes. And they're each like 25 to 30 minutes, so it's not super long. uh, What's the one? uh, Peacock. Boy, did I just fucking loved it. It was so stupid. Will Forte is just, he is fearless in being just like a, you know, like, that really annoying clip of uh, Will Ferrell being Neil Diamond. They have like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lauren Michaels being the thing about Will Ferrell that's so uh-huh, great. Yeah, I feel that way about Will Forte all the time. He is just so willing to do whatever for whatever the scene is, and so much of this like they talk about, you know, like like so much of the series is like Vicky talking about how great of a man MacGruber is, but then like subverting it by being like he's an average, you know, he's a below average lover, and you know, blah blah blah, and like and what he has downstairs is lacking. And like later in the series, they show like a shot of his penis and it's just like this, it, like, and so I just love stuff. Like he's just so willing to do whatever to like for the scene. He's so funny in it. Uh, right. You know, every, everybody except Val is back uh, and, uh, oh, powers and an powers Eric. booth, um, are both not back. Cause I believe powers booth died, right? He's not alive I anymore. Thought- I thought he had passed away. No. Yeah. Um, and of course, Val oh, you're, talking about, you're uh, talking
2: about the actor. I was like, yes, <laughs> I think Val Kilmer's character also died. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but I wouldn't
2: be surprised if he came back anyways,
1: based on how ridiculous the show is. I also wouldn't be, but he does not come back for this, but he's in flashbacks, but uh, Billy Zane plays the villain of the series. Ooh. Sam Elliott shows up to play MacGruber's dad um it <laughs> is good. it is just the, wow the casting is ridiculous it's really fun um but hey yeah. another uh roadhouse connection i love it we talked about that uh, max mentioned it like two minutes ago
2: yeah <laughs> it's, it's another one <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is another one um yeah lawrence Fishburne kind of replaces powers booth as the like general in the show oh, maybe. okay yeah, yeah maybe that's why he too. wasn't in the matrix uh he had to do yeah, like, sorry uh,
2: casting uh Got some conflicts here. Yeah. I got to do MacGruber.
1: But it was, it was <laughs> great. I enjoyed it. If, I mean, if you don't like the movie, you're not going to like the show. But if you like this movie, you're really going to like the show. It was a very fun okay. follow-up to to the movie. And then we just watched the most recent season of Cobra Kai on Netflix.
2: Oh, yeah. That's on the list.
1: And enjoyed it a lot. I won't say too much because I think it just came out on Friday. So I don't want to say too much about this new season, but enjoyed it a lot. Uh, It um, wrapped up the story that they were telling sort of. And, but also I, it's been renewed for a season five. So it does lead up to a season five pretty succinctly as well.
2: How does it rank with the other seasons? Because I thought season one was pretty incredible. Season one's the best one for sure. It really fell off since then.
1: I I mean, it's not as good for sure. I'd say it's probably on par with season three from what I remember of it. I don't I don't dislike season 3 or 2. They're worse than season 1, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um it is I would say some of the stuff that was really frustrating to me in terms of the character development stuff, I think got a little better this season. Okay. That I have had some problems with in past seasons. I think they did a little better this time. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed it, but I can see if if you're like measuring it up to season 1, like I said, it's not as good as season 1 but I still enjoyed it. And I think it's a worthwhile season regardless. Cool. Uh, Before we get into the movie we all watched for this week. Do we want to quickly talk about some standouts of 2021? Roberto. Um, Yeah, I
0: have some. If you guys want to hear no particular order, I don't really want to
1: hear it, but uh, we can do it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. These are no particular order. These are just like movies, just some of my favorites in 2021. And I believe they were all, Yes, I think they're all 2021 releases. I have got on my list uh, Dune, Mm -hmm. the new Dune. Yeah, I agree. Um, You got Spider-Man No Way Home is super high up. I think part of that is also like the hype and kind of over over my expectations, even for as high as they were for me. Um, The Green Knight, which is that uh, A24 one. Still have to watch that It's one. an interesting one. I feel like it's kind of a divisive one because I think I think some people went in expecting it to be a more kind of action-y kind of uh uh you know adventure kind of movie. And it is not that it's not in some ways, but it's very uh heady and kind of dreamlike, and it's I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Very a very good uh theater experience. Um Luca, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um I was very happy with that. I really loved The style of animation is very cute and I also love the kind of wall almost like Wallace and Gromedy, a little bit um, the way the characters look but just like Mm -hmm. the feeling of like spending all day with your friends during the summer like when you're a kid it just like it captures it so well it's just magical for that Um, the Suicide Squad is on my list I thought that was a great follow up to a surprisingly good yes I was I think uh, I think it benefits from being the superior version to the inferior original. So yeah. Um, Barb and star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah. Um I feel like comedies were at least in my opinion, they were in shorter supply and it took me a while to finally sit down and watch this one. Or it was, it was like for rental, but only for like buying or whatever at one point. Um Yeah. So funny and so weird and very McGrubery in my opinion, like yeah. um, as that. similar sensibilities. So I think folks should check it out. I also, um, uh,
1: I just saw an article where Jamie Dornan said that 2021 is the worst year of his life. I mean, his his dad did die, but he's just like between like my dad dying and the fact that I will never be able to shake the what is the his Fifty Shades of Grey character Christian something Christian Gray yeah he's like I'll never be able to shake that and he's just like it just felt like he was like really sad and I was just like man he's so funny in that movie and so like surprisingly delightful that I was like he gets a
0: song I I think yeah Yeah. that's it's worth the price of admission for sure that's all I'm sorry to hear feel better. Christian Gray. Or sorry, uh Jamie Dornan. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um Malignant. That was a surprising one for me. I mm-hmm. don't know if everyone would agree it's like uh like the best of 2021, but I would just like loved how bonkers it was and and thought it was very silly. And I'm dubious if there's a sequel in there because I think they've talked about doing a follow-up. Um so I don't know what they would do with that. I feel like the a big part of the movie for me is kind of like waiting for the reveal and, and all the craziness leading up to it, but who knows? I, okay. Um,
2: I just realized just now that you weren't talking about
0: Maleficent. <laughs> <Yes>. No, <laughs> not Maleficent. Uh, there was no, no new Maleficent last year. Sorry, Max. Yeah. yeah.
2: I thought it might be new to you or something. Mm,
0: um, the harder they fall, which was uh, the kind of like all black uh, Western on Netflix. I really enjoyed that. Uh, the new Candyman. man. Um, I really enjoyed that uh, very clever. Hmm. Maybe it ties into today's movie, but yeah, it kind of like taught. It, it's sort of, <laughs> you know, it, it sort of ties into original films that, you know, it's even called Candyman And uh, what is the first one? The candy man. But right. the, the point is it, it feels like it's its own kind of movie. That's trying to almost like start off or reboot things, but it, it is very much also a sequel and, and relies on and, and calls back to the previous films, or at least a couple of them. So I, I enjoyed that for it. Um, Encanto, late arrival, but on my list, I was just a delightful film and I am excited to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the French dispatch mm. uh, thought that was uh prime Wes Anderson. I really enjoyed that return to form for me. Um, the tomorrow war that is another one. Um, maybe I'm a little biased. You're contractually but, uh, obligated I, to say the tomorrow yeah. war yeah. and the tomorrow war. No, I, but I'd really, I, I love the aliens in it. I feel like it has a stronger uh, two thirds, first two thirds versus like the ending, but I still really enjoyed a lot about it. And I wish it was also drawing from a lot of other movies that I enjoyed like themes and, and things from alien films, like the thing and, and stuff like that. But um, I wish there were more, kind of like sci-fi things like that i thought there was a lot of good things going for it um pig with Nicolas cage that one was like surprising because we went and saw it in the theater and it was also a movie that it made it look like it was going to be john wick looking for his pig kind Mm -hmm. of a movie like i thought it was going to be Nicolas cage on a rampage in portland trying to find the swine but uh it's much quieter and more emotional and so says a lot about grief and stuff like that but it was a And I I think despite having my expectations subverted, it was, uh, it was very good. And I really enjoyed it. Um, rounding it out werewolves within, which I watched Mm. multiple times because Jamie wanted to watch it. So I watched it a second time and then she fell asleep. And then we tried to watch it a third time. And I think she fell asleep. And I was like, I've seen this movie three times. I enjoy it. It's not a slog to get through, but also, um, Will she finish it in 2022? Who knows. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that'll be the jangling um, thing for the. Podcast. But I thought it, I thought it was really good, and uh, and Sam Richardson like, is is great in it.
2: Sounds like a good movie to fall asleep to.
0: Yes. Yeah. So cozy. Um. And, and final one, F9. Um, didn't reach the heights of some of the other ones for me, but uh, it was I was very hyped for it to come out, and it's always sort of an experience when a an, uh, Fast and the Furious movie comes out. Um. The Rock called me while I was watching it to say he was not returning to it to the movie. <laughs> wow, and not to believe, not to believe the rumors. You're
1: breaking this now. You could have. I know, broken This like I, three I can't months believe I'm ago. Breaking
0: this now, um, but yeah, that kind of that kind of rounds it out. Those are my 2021s. Was there anything so that you cl-
2: clearly, clearly you didn't see uh, a Spider-Man after Carnage or whatever, or the after, Venom, oh, Venom? Venom. I did not
0: see Venom two, and I am I am not sure if it would be on the top of my <laughs> in my favorites because. Didn't love watch the it. first one.
2: I, I haven't seen it yet either, but I, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'll probably have to watch did it. You didn't love yeah. the first one though? That's a little- Did we? I thought that's me. where he came down on it. Did. I think
0: there was just like a lot of stuff going against it for me. Like it, you have Tom Hardy, but he sounds like sick and weird the whole movie. <laughs> I <am> the symbiote. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got- the, Oh, I remember this episode. The villain that looks just like Venom fighting at the end in the dark. And I was just like, man, is this the best we could do? Like, it's just like- But
1: that soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did say
0: maybe I liked it more than I I thought when I if I went back and listened but I I think I said it was my favorite superhero movie of like ninety ninety three or whatever. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> right. I
1: think that's right. I
2: I feel like with all its stumblings it was very enjoyable for that. So I'm excited to see the sequel and see where it goes with I that. mean
0: and hey, I'm I'm a fan of like Hardy is clearly like enjoying himself and going for something. I just don't know if I was Clicking exactly with that, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy he's he's
1: enjoying it. All so. all accounts of what I've heard of Let There Be Carnage is that it is bonkers and they just like let loose. And so cool. like okay. I am, yeah, I'm kind maybe of excited. If, maybe, just maybe I'll to, like, like
0: that more if they embrace it and it's kind of sillier. Yeah,
1: we'll see. yeah, we'll see. It it, it was such a, the
2: first one was such a weird tone, and I think that's why I liked it. So hopefully, going all in isn't going to like somehow knock it down a notch. Yeah, in my I agree. Mind. Um, uh. Let's see. Also, I thought, I thought Ghostbusters was, uh, surprisingly good, uh, as a sequel. Um, yeah, uh, I
0: didn't put that on my list. I, it's, I feel like I'm just kind of like wrestling with it still. Like there's just like things about it. I enjoyed. Yeah. There's like nostalgia things I enjoyed, nostalgia things I didn't enjoy. It's, it's an interesting movie. I don't know if it quite makes my list, but I want to see it again.
2: Yeah. I understand that. Like, I figured it, it fits very well into an honorary mention, uh, it might make my top 10 because I don't think I've seen as many movies as you same in the, in the top, like top 10 could include all of the movies I've seen. I was going to say, yeah, it. I think uh, technically <laughs> I said it,
0: like the top of this episode that I was like going to watch more movies. And it seems like I did watch. <laughs> yeah. A decent amount. I was going to say yeah. like,
1: yeah, just based on technicalities, I think the eternals would also be in my top 10, even though I did not like <laughs> it very much
2: uh space sweepers is one that i would want to mention that I, I don't think it was made in 2021 but i saw it in 2021 and yeah, as you mentioned uh, before it's great yeah yeah like i, I keep saying it but I think no it must be good until I, somebody I watches it, it and tells me they like it uh, <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying it uh, i don't and know It was kind
0: of like an american tale too for me i didn't really like it <laughs> uh
2: yeah that's in my top Did, 10 it, too, were any of the ones i mentioned
0: uh, ones that you guys had seen also or, or is it just kind of you just hadn't seen some of the, the some of these newer ones
2: uh the ones that you mentioned yeah D- dune i think would would make it in mind. that one was good um i haven't seen spider-man yet i haven't seen malignant haven't seen werewolves but like i you did see malignant did i i thought you did i think you did that's you what- <laughs> told
1: me you told me i'm not gonna like it so. ah that's
2: right i did see malignant i wasn't sure which one it was but yeah that was the weirdo yeah inside yeah okay uh i did see that one it wouldn't make well maybe on a technicality it would make it in top 10 but uh, like i didn't love it um uh yeah there are other ones yeah that i I wish i would have seen right Mm. power of the dog i might have enjoyed um who knows it's a a weird year what happened this year what was the start (laughs) of this
1: this year um i mean like so yeah robert i think like luca i agree with barb and star go to vista del mar i loved i thought that was just oh, a, yeah i want to see that such one. a delightful just like so surprising because it was yeah. just like such a weird
0: goofy comedy that you just don't kind of see as much and
1: anymore. it's like i it's one of those things i think i said it when i first saw it the least you know about it because like it has a very strange plot and the least you know about it the better it is because like going into it if you don't know anything about what's going to happen it is it is just a wild romp but yes i mean it's even the advertising was
0: weird because the initially it wouldn't they weren't showing barb and star like they were showing their hair and their fingers right and they weren't showing like their faces and i was like what's the it's, it's almost like like, a, like they were doing like a stranger things like
1: kind of like, like hulk yeah where they won't
0: show his face or something it's like what are these what's going on with these women yeah um and also like when the movie starts it goes to this weird place immediately where you're like okay i don't know anything about what this is gonna yeah. happen now yeah
1: um so i agree with those uh, uh spider-man of course is great and i will talk about it some other time in as well um i'd be remiss if i didn't mention shang chi really enjoyed that i feel like that probably should have been on my list and maybe i i
0: mean this is also just like rough like 15 movies like i i would that's that's got to be up there in my faves too yeah yeah,
1: yeah um but yeah i mean like f9 i yeah i i agree with what you said about f9 i think it was lacking in terms of the entire series itself but still a very fun movie and a very good you know even I, if it's not as good as previous entries still a good entry in that series. part of these are also like
0: i have to appreciate like being able to like the the few times i've been able to like get to a theater for some of these ones yeah. and just be like oh my god i'm back in a the theater i get to see this big movie like so I no. I am admitting that part of it is probably just like the vibe I'm getting sure. from it of just like, oh, it was just so f- nice to sit down and watch this new film and yeah. feel normal for a second.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, and the Suicide Squad. I also really enjoyed the Suicide Squad and it was, I, I you know, like we have been really hard on the DC franchise, and I think fairly. I They have not had good movies. It's not like we're just being mean for the sake of being mean. We
0: want good DC movies, we I say want, it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I want a good
1: DC movie, and The Suicide Squad was awesome, and I'd love I'd love to continue praising it for being awesome because it's, you know, like, they can do it. Like, it, they've proven now they can do it, and they just haven't had the right crew
0: you know whatever the right they should kind of do what marvel i mean i guess they're doing that with aquaman a little bit but they should do that what marvel does and like tap some directors for to make some interesting versions of their movies like i think it's always just been a mistake to try and uh fast track their own justice league and and kind of and not do the legwork um and i think it would be better you could also you know test it out and say hey, here's a version of Superman. Do we like it? Oh, maybe it'll get a sequel. Is it going to become part of like our Justice League? Who knows? Like they have alternate worlds too. Like there's no reason that they can't do standalones and things like that. Yeah.
2: I think they kind of got side railed with with trying to jump right in and going all into the gritty world of Zack Snyder. And I think the more they've realized that and started to branch out, I think uh, has been successful. I think it started with Wonder Woman. People, A lot of people liked that then stumbled uh, first, with wonder woman 2 first one <laughs> yeah exactly uh aquaman i feel like yeah. and uh shazam yeah. both got one of those like th- that was both movies more i enjoyed and, I expected, and lighter yeah. and more
0: fun the yeah, problem and- is they just don't seem to gel with the rest of that universe like i don't imagine that the battle between people riding sharks and ancient sea dwelling you know like lobsters by this thermal vent underneath the ocean is also happening where uh pa kent is saying no don't come <laughs> want to get killed in don't say like it just yeah. doesn't feel like the same thing so
2: yeah yeah, yeah i think th- i think that initial misstep really like threw him off for the rest of it and I like like you say I, and maybe that's just personal preference because some people sure probably love justice league um for sure they do yeah y- yeah i mean clearly they got the the four four and a half hour remake of it so uh <laughs> I mean, there must be some some kind of love for it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think the more they, they branch out, and it seems like they are learning their lesson, Suicide Squad being their most recent uh, and being one of their, their very best. So uh, hopefully they continue in that direction. More
1: like that, yeah, moving forward. All right, guys, shall we talk about the movie we all watched for this week?
2: Yes. No, let's skip it. I think okay. I think this episode's getting a little long, so... <laughs> okay,
1: great. I mean, it might yeah. be, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about it. We're talking about... The Matrix Resurrections.
0: How do we know that we're actually here in America and not part of the Matrix? I mean, everything in your experience. Are we really here or are we just part of a giant battery?
1: I don't really believe in the Matrix, no. Your Honour. Neither
0: do I. No, I don't believe in it either. <laughs> no, of course not. It's just an interesting idea that it's open for discussion.
2: I believe in the Matrix. Your Majesty. I knew it. So do I. You know why, Dave? Have
1: you ever had deja vu? (laughs) All the time. You know what that is, don't you? Fletch in the Matrix. Fucking A. We (laughs) watched The Matrix Resurrections on HBO Max. Uh, The fourth installment in the Matrix series
0: quadrilogy now the
1: quadrilogy before we get into spoilers and stuff would you guys recommend people log on to hbo max or go to the theater and see the matrix resurrections
0: uh i would um i will we'll talk about it but um i think i really liked it i don't think i loved it but i think it's saying a lot of interesting things and commenting on itself in the previous films and some of that i liked and some of it i didn't but i would think it would be i think if you have enjoyed any of the matrix films including just the first one you should be checking this out because i think it's it's doing some interesting things for sure so X, yeah. yeah. what about
1: you
2: yeah i uh am not the biggest matrix fan myself uh but i went back and i rewatched all four of them uh i guess i rewatched three of them and i watched the fourth one for the first time uh-huh.
0: whoa unless it's like this is another loop in the matrix and you uh, yeah, have seen knows? it before
2: <laughs> it felt like deja vu like i'd already seen it uh i would say <laughs> that this most recent one is uh either the best or the second best of the i'm gonna keep calling it a trilogy even though that, i think it's a trilogy with four movies uh <laughs> because <laughs> cause it says to be concluded on the second one so like you don't really put that
1: right uh,
0: yeah
2: I, yeah so i'm just gonna call it a, a, a trilogy man,
1: you're thinking outside the box dude i like this outside of the matrix kind of thinking man
0: <laughs> this is like uh, uh what the people at the uh in the, like the video game you know like the they're like pitching ideas for the new matrix game in the movie and this is like what you would be saying uh, in the room
2: geez. Uh I oh yeah, that's one that I missed. I didn't play the Enter the Matrix video game on I did, which is uh, canon 10 correct. years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I heard that even if you played it, but you missed that month or whatever of um of interactions, you would have missed the part with Morpheus or whatever, yeah. the, the thing that actually has an impact. If it does have an impact, it's all pretty confusing. Yeah. I tried to look it up after the fact. It was like nobody fucking knows what's going on. Uh, which kind of describes the Matrix uh, in general, I believe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, hard for me to love it because I often will um, uh, will judge a movie based on the world it's built, just literally, right, rather than metaphorically. And I feel like this movie uh, tries to do a lot metaphorically uh, rather than literally, because like none of the stuff makes sense otherwise just in the world that they've built anyways we can talk about it andrew what did you think
1: i would not recommend people go to the theater to see this movie if you have access to hbo max i i would give it a light recommendation i think if i think some people who like the matrix would not like this movie and i think oh for sure um that makes sense I'm not. I'm like like you, Max. I am not the biggest fan of the Matrix series. I have never really thought too much about any of the movies. Like, I think they're fine. I think the first one is probably the best one, and then the second and third ones are diminishing
0: returns. Yeah. Same. Same for. I mean, I really like. I really like the first one, but it's the same for me. Where like, I remember like the action scenes and certain things from the other ones that I'm like, but the movies as a whole. Yeah.
1: But if. like the like my so my wife is also like not a big fan of the matrix and she was saying I kind of hope there's like a recap or something at the beginning of this because it's she has not watched any of them since like the early 2000s and I would say as somebody who kind of is aware of the like the plot stuff at large I don't think this movie does a very good job of catching you up on stuff and it just sort of assumes that you are either like the hugest fan of it itself or that you would have like recently rewatched all these movies, which is, I guess like a Mm -hmm. fair thing to do since they're all like 20 years old now, but it, it, but they're also each two and a half hours long. I don't think
2: it's very fair. Uh, having, having done that, I like, there are certainly characters that I would not have remembered in the fourth movie had I not just watched the other ones, but it was like a multi-day process because it's they're way too fucking yes. long.
1: And that brings me to we can start moving into plot and stuff. This movie's too long, but it feels uh-huh. like they don't take any time or care to explain anything during that like 2 hours and 40 minutes or however long this movie is. It's it is too long, but it feels really rushed and I, it's it's perplexing in that way.
2: That Really jives with the rest of the Matrix. The more they try to explain, the less it makes sense. Because they get into stuff like these characters are programs. They're married to each other and they're having kids. None of that fucking makes sense. If you're trying to just like dissect this literally, what did the How did the program that creates like uh you know like a a static image of the sky and like uh, does that? they marry a another program that is like there to like i don't know like why do they have a human body anyways if they're a program in the matrix why did none of that make sense at all and you're then, right it would have
0: been more interesting if it was all just like code and stuff
2: it just would have <laughs> i'm just i'm kidding i understand they're trying to make it visual but doing that just makes it bonkers just it it and not in a way that like, oh, wow, this is fun and creative. It's just like you're trying to explain something that you don't have a method of explaining. And, you're, and also the dialogue does not back it up. Like none of, none of the stuff that they're saying, it's all like just KG references. They ask a question. They say, you already know the answer to that question. I'm not going <laughs> to give you any information whatsoever. Like you already know the character doesn't know clearly doesn't know, but they're supposed to know in their heart. There are certain things that are never explained. Why was Keanu Reeves picked to be this one, the one essentially like there's nothing about him that, that makes him special. And his like unspecialness is also not special. Like everyone in the world is that. So like uh, I, I was always bothered by the fact that the real world was just like machines floating around and uh, that like, they were using humans to create energy. There's just such better ways. You don't have to like put a human in gel and like feed them and keep them alive. Like, what are they just generating body heat or what? This is dumb. Bioelectricity. Then, I think in the third movie, they, they pop up out of the um, like they crest over this dark cloud. That's over. And the there's like the normal sky. Yeah, exa- there's normal sky. So like basically the idea is that the machines have, completely destroyed the world so it's all just rocks and there's no plants nothing surviving a bunch of humans apparently can live they can do this stuff but they go out I'm like solar solar power have these machines never heard of solar power they don't have to Well, do you
0: remember which is I believe also canon the animatrix where they show like the machine human conflict that led to the matrix and part of it culminated in them wanting independence I think they went to like the fertile crescent to like start a city called zero one And the humans basically like wouldn't allow them to be in the, uh, they didn't want to give machines rights. They didn't want to recognize anything like that. They basically like did a last ditch effort and created that artificial cloud cover humans did to block out the sun, which was the source of power for the machines. They were using solar energy. So I think then in their desperation, they were like when they were fighting humans, they were then taking them and then experimenting and going like, oh shit, we can just use these guys as batteries.
2: All right, so in, in my 14 hours of watching, I, I neglected the Animatrix, so I didn't You get fool, that you crucial... didn't watch every piece of yeah. canon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: but also, do you think it's, it's more effective to create a, several versions of a Matrix to enslave people, an entire pod city, or create a structure that puts the solar panels higher? Like, which of those two things do you think I... takes the least amount of work? This is Ultron levels of robots being very stupid.
0: (laughs) I mean, they're also like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe part of it too is like they're more human than they want to admit because it's the pettiness of like these guys like created us and then didn't want to let us exist when we like had sentience and a soul, and then they did then they did as a last ditch effort like blocked out the sun to try and stop us. So if they're gonna scrape by, we're gonna use them almost maliciously as our power source because they've cut us off from everything else. Yes. Could they have, could they design and use their vast infinite knowledge to maybe produce some sort of new type of power? Uh, especially since like their machines, they could probably invent something that was like toxic to the environment, but could keep them powered safely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but, um, I did, I was kind of curious, like, what did you guys think about like the first like 30 minutes of the movie? Cause that's the kind of changes a bit after they get to the matrix.
2: I think that's the best part. I I think that's my favorite part. Yeah, the the meta was was in interesting. Although, again, I think it still had its flaws. The fact that they were calling it a video game, but they were showing clips of a movie—like, was this supposed to be an FMV uh, video game that that had just like the full motion video? Yeah, I
0: couldn't. I, I don't remember if they showed that. Like, what is the game? What does the game look like?
2: They, it was clips from the Matrix. Yeah, they were showing clips from the Matrix and saying, "This is from your game." Yeah, Keanu. Reeves. So those
1: are like the cutscenes from the game. Because what is the that's, game? That's what. Look like? That's what I think. What Max is trying to decipher yeah. is like, were they showing cutscenes? Were they showing gameplay footage? But like, it was. Just, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting that like I thought it was going to be that
0: the Matrix movies existed, and mm. instead it was that the Matrix in our world were successful video It's a video game. Yeah, which I just think is a, a weird piv- pivot, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I liked the meta-ness of it. And I think like it's jarring at first, because they are so much like, hey, like Warner Brothers is going to move ahead with a Matrix 4 if we don't, you know, or a, a Matrix sequel if we don't do it. And he's like, what, they can do that? And blah, blah, blah. But um
2: I, I kind of like that. And then they mentioned, like, we know you don't want to have any part of this. And yeah,
0: like... <laughs> no, I, I did like the first part of it. And then when they get into the matrix, it's a little wonkier. It's also like an updated matrix, like, it's 2.0 because they can use, they don't, they can be like mobile when they teleport into the matrix. Like, they, they're like on the train. And they're like, oh, we don't have to use like landlines anymore. But I kind of find we just have to find mirrors to jump, yeah. We just have to find mirrors to touch. Um,
2: that it confused me because, well, for a lot of things, but yeah, I I thought the doorway was going to be a better solution, right? You find something that you can travel through, and and just that will put you into a new thing. So I thought, okay, that's going to be uh interesting. They kind of did that in the other movies where you could move through like pathways within the matrix doing using doors, and they like had the key master who opened up like he would close the door, then use his key to open a separate to make door, it the door so to the the a new location. Door. Yeah. Yeah. So like they kind of did that already and I thought they were going to continue, but in this movie they like, they then, Oh yeah. You can also use a mirror and go through a mirror, but not all mirrors work. There are other things. And then like at the very end, uh, they're trying to get out of the matrix and uh, Trinity just flies up into the sky. And then they just they unplug both of the, like, mm-hmm. Trinity flies up with Neo, and uh, they unplug from the back of their neck, and with no problem, there were, like, not doors in the sky, I imagine, no mirrors in the sky. <laughs> so what the fuck were they going through there? It just I mean, didn't... isn't
0: the sky the door to the
1: universe? Whoa.
0: <laughs> it just seemed like
2: another example of, like, You's, you set up more stuff in this world, and it still doesn't make sense. You still won't follow your own rules, and none of this makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, so I have a quick question, because this, I could not, like, there's a very brief thing where the new Morpheus is itself a program from the Matrix, right? Yes. He's, and but so, he's like, he's Smith and He's Morpheus? Smith and Morpheus, but there's also an Agent Smith, yes what was that i could like i was like trying really hard to comprehend what that was and i just was not getting it
2: even after the movie and looking it up and trying to figure out what like why wasn't Lawrence fishburne here why is this guy both agent smith and that it, it's a so movie confusing. that is
0: calling back so much and referencing all of the other stuff i don't begrudge them having a new younger cast and and doing like it makes sense that like a program could change and alter and if Neo designed this, he made an a uh, hey an amalgam comics version of uh, Smith and Morpheus. But I think when you have big players back, you know you have uh, you have uh, Neo and Trinity, and uh, who was the old woman that showed up? I forget. It was Jada Pinkett's oh, character, uh,
1: Naomi, or Neo, yeah, uh, Niobe. Niobe. Yeah. Um,
0: when you have stuff like that, I'm like, what? Well, it's weird that there wasn't. I mean, I guess there was a Morpheus statue um, that it gave a little wink at one point no, but um i just thought it was interesting to yes I, th- I thought there were some confusing things about it for sure including yeah like recasting people but kind of making them different versions of other characters we've seen and there's not an architect there's like a an analyzer now and there's uh like you said that there's also like his partner is sort of like the
1: Smith. And I was, there was some so interesting. The So yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan Groff, I like as an actor, I think he's very good in things I've seen him in. And I'm, I'm glad that he wasn't doing an impression of Hugo weaving as Smith. I thought that would have been a huge mistake for him to just be like, Mr. Anderson. And you're know, like trying to be Hugo. Even weaving? when he says it, it's his own thing. Yeah. They did, he's not trying they to
2: did do that it. in the third movie, the, the uh, agent Smith, makes it out of the matrix yeah, as, I, mean, I, think, the I do
0: think that guy's and i think that makes sense because it is him in like human form and that right. guy's doing a good hugo as smith impression yeah. i feel but like. it
2: doesn't make any sense because no he's saying mr anderson in the exact same way as that and keanu reeves is just like who are you yeah like 30 minutes later oh wait you're
1: yeah smith? but i mean it must be pretty crazy to like
0: have a like, program
1: from the matrix escape. The like matrix. be like, I'm a
0: human now. Yeah. Be like that would be, even if, even if someone said that, I wouldn't believe it. I would be like,
1: what, what is the, you must've watched me on one of the screens and seen that Smith said that. Or something. Um, Anyways. but I, my point is, I think Jonathan Groff just did not bring any sort of like the, the, like malice or the like, kind of like menace of Smith to the character whatsoever. He just felt like kind of a, sort of not scary, delightful dude as Smith. And like, I know that the character of Smith was not meant to be like the main antagonist to this movie, but the, like even the points where he's kind of hunting down Keanu Reeves at no point was I just like, God, like that fucking Smith is just like, he's so crafty and stuff. I just didn't really get any sort of like, I I don't know. Like there was just something missing from that portrayal of Smith. And to the point where like, it just shouldn't have been agent Smith. Like let, let that intrigue of like, what does it mean that Morpheus is half Morpheus, half Smith. And then to have a separate Smith character, that's not agent Smith was just weird. I did. I, I don't know. Like just don't do it, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, the, the only thing I, I can think in terms of the story is that like, this was Neo's impression of Morpheus Plus Neo's impression of Agent Smith, and it had nothing to do with either of the actual character, or yeah, characters, because they were doing other stuff at that time, and so that's why you get that version. That's a combination that really has nothing to do with Agent Smith, except that he started out as an agent uh-huh. in in the thing. But like, yeah, a very weird choice. I didn't get it. They also made some other. Uh, I know I know
0: I know that Neo says that he made it almost as like an experiment like he was like I made you as like an experiment like I don't know if he was like trying to figure out if an agent would because he says like I always come in this I always come in this shop and I can never find her but then I've never like looked through the door or whatever so I think the idea is that like after so many iterations this agent finally like broke free and was able to figure out how to like step between the world and that kind of awakened the Morpheus part. I don't know. It's very, it's very odd.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like for a movie that is so long, it just doesn't seem to like take any care with its story and like explain these things. It's just like, it, it says it and it moves on and it does that so often that I am like constantly like wondering, like, should I just be looking at the fucking wiki and seeing like, can, is somebody like, it did somebody catch the context of this and can fill the rest of us into yeah. this, but like I just was I and like I was not like it's not one of those movies where I was like looking at my phone during things and like missed it because sure. I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to to understand the movie, and I just like everything was just moving by so quickly. And you're right, like they explained something like you already know what this means. And it's like I don't help me, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> somebody help I me. Was a little
0: exposition uh, from time to time, and
1: this. I think ultimately. My feeling about the movie is: we have not had a Matrix movie in almost twenty years. Why was this the follow-up? Because, like, yeah. at the end of the movie, and we don't have to say the the end of the yet, but at the end of the movie, I don't know why this movie was made. Like, mm. what was the purpose other than money? What was the purpose of this being made? Because I don't feel like this was like this was the final piece missing from the Matrix that hasn't been told yet. It just was like. What if we redid The Matrix?
2: Well, uh, aside from the studio thing, uh, the director also had an interesting uh, take on it. Uh, Lana Wachowski lost both of her parents uh, this year or the year that she was making this. And um, she said that this was kind of a cathartic way to bring back two two people from her past and like kind of kind of like encapsulate them and you know like bring them back to life
0: essentially yeah that's and, interesting
1: i okay yeah.
2: i
0: and i think that like it's one of those movies where it's like i can appreciate i think a lot of movies are personal for the people making them and there's some of them are more personal than others and have you know very direct or very directed you know by uh, people for whatever reason and i'm i'm sure there's a lot going on here like you said Warner Brothers, it sounds like, was going to make another Matrix regardless of the Wachowski's involvement. It was just Lana Wachowski this time. But uh, so there's that aspect of it of like, well, fuck, if I, I mean, I guess I should be the steward of this if I don't want there to be some crappy Matrix out there or whatever. There's, like you said, Max, kind of the catharsis. Like, even if, even if it was just initially like, well, fuck, I have to make a Matrix movie. I don't even want to do this, but I don't want them to make it without me or something. And then it was like fed in on like, well, Maybe I should make this more about myself and I, I'm i going to do what I want to do. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's a weird, even if it makes for a weird Matrix movie. Um, so it's, I don't know. Also, I think there's a lot going on, which is why I'm trying to be like, uh, I'm trying to be understanding of it, even if I sure. don't fully understand it. Sure.
1: Yeah. Of, yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's also interesting because Lily Wachowski's reason for not being involved is that like kind of similar to the reason lana wanted to do it is that it was too similar to stuff from the past and that she had just gone through a major transition and it felt like regression going back to this interesting and so like yeah i i thought outside of the matrix was more interesting than inside of uh the matrix uh I, i thought the reasoning behind that was was weird like i would be curious i didn't hear uh really keanu reeves and um and Carrie Ann Moss's uh reasons for deciding to come back. I know Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne said he wasn't asked to come back. So like clearly hmm. they like went with the new Morpheus like just That's the thing is that the the existence like you say Andrew doesn't make enough sense for 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 it to be such a like kind of slap in the face to uh, an actor you worked with unless there was actually some bad blood there right and maybe with hugo weaving too he also didn't show up like if it weren't for also if it weren't for uh jada pinkett smith then you could just say like you know it was only only wanted uh uh new cast or yeah, yeah. besides the, the, all the programs have changed or whatever and, and only uh Trinity and Neo are—they're going to be the only ones around. Yeah. But instead, they brought back Jada Pinkett Smith. uh, gave her some old makeup. That I was, didn't
1: like that either. That
2: it was bad, and she did not do a very good job no. of playing an old person. Like, like clearly, if I think she should have been recast if they were going to do go this direction with it because it didn't work seeing her walk around and pretend to be old
1: also her character motivations were wild it just she did not make sense to me whatsoever i did not understand like her point of view at all i will say as a positive for the new characters i liked bugs a lot i thought bugs was a good new character but that's about it because all the other characters are just like hi i'm this (laughs) i'm this (laughs) and it's just like oh they're okay we're moving on like bugs was the only one who got like actual screen time and character development but otherwise it was just I... all like hi i'm the neo fanatic oh i based myself off of trinity cool moving on mm-hmm. bye
2: yeah i
0: i thought that the, uh... the crew like in the first matrix like the a lot of the crew gets killed pretty quick but i i liked the look of all of them and that you kind of like you start to form an attachment with them just because like they're like the little ragtag crew on this ship that you meet when uh neo first gets pulled out and it just didn't feel like the same connection with some of these characters this time around, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah.
2: It's fu- it's funny because in the second and third movies, they bring they essentially bring back the original... They don't bring back the original cast, but they create another cast of the exact same characters. There's like a little mousy guy, and then there's like the, the black operator, and then there's a woman with short hair. But they just like essentially put in a different uh, person to do yeah. the same role. Sure. But... Uh, I didn't remember exactly who all of those people were. There was like Waha Halt's dad from Law. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Michael. And and uh, when he came home to his wife saying "Where's my pussy?" he got interrupted by Gina Torres' kids uh, mm-hmm. coming in. Uh, his his sister in law and their kids there. Weird weird stuff that happens. Also, didn't realize this, but the the short hair short haired uh, sh- woman. Uh, who gets killed by agent Smith doing the impression of agent Smith. Um, Like she was Phryne Fisher from uh, miss Fisher's murder mysteries. Had no idea. Hmm. Oh, wow. And then also here's the other uh, weird casting that I didn't realize Cornell West. Who's like a outspoken activist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He worked in like the Obama administration and also was in the matrix.
2: Yeah, like, big supporter of Bernie Sanders and, like, pushing for a people's party now. Yeah, he was just uh, as one of the counselors or whatever they yeah. are called. Uh, and <laughs> uh, council members. Yeah. Weird, really weird to see him there because really yeah, a very political guy now, but uh, yeah. political in the Matrix, too.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, story-wise for the movie, they the thing is that Neo gets a- taken out of the Matrix and he's working the rest of the movie to get trinity also taken out of the matrix and we find out that like his the therapist character is like the actual architect of the new matrix we get like a we get like a very short little thing about like why the matrix exists again and like why you know like after like a deal being struck why is there a new thing and it turns out that the machines like splintered off and then like had a war with each other and then neil patrick harris's character is the one that ended up taking over and started new matrix and he saved trinity and neo from death and like rebuilt their bodies or something and so they have like their something about their connection is like a power
0: that like they need to keep them near each other but they like can't be like together in the matrix because that would like let them break out kind of so there's sort of like this artificial like
1: it's it sort of felt like the good place where like it was just like eleanor and chidi are always going to find their way to each other and are going to break the system yeah if they're near each other neo and trinity kind of being the same thing and so they eventually do find each other trinity awakens from this tiffany character that has been placed on her and it turns out that Trinity also has matrix powers along with yeah. Neo. So,
2: so the idea of the one is no longer right. relevant.
1: Yeah. Uh, I Yeah. It, and so I, yeah, they confront the architect, tell them they're going to take over the matrix and restart it in their own vision, which is that like, is that what they would want to do? Cause I, it, it's still humans being used as batteries in the matrix, Right. I, this is why I think it's futile to try
2: and dissect this literally. And I, I feel like the better way to go to try and figure out what the fuck the Matrix is trying to do is metaphorically. What does it mean? And sure. Like, I also don't get a whole lot from that. It's just basically be a creative person. Don't get stuck in into yeah doing what other people do. But does that also mean uh, dress in all black, wear uh, <laughs> shades and like have a stupid haircut? I'm a creedy.
1: Yeah. robert's yeah. cat is on cam yeah let's Join hear it can you,
2: can you get him praying into the microphone
0: oh i hope not here do you want to jump down sorry guys so it's that's, okay. that's okay um wait did i just see um, a cat walk by a second time oh uh, huh? <laughs> we've done this podcast before <laughs> um the other thing that was disappointing and i think that there's like some divisiveness about this because i've heard people be like well, The Matrix is more than, like, fight scenes. Like, it's about kind of, like, the headiness of, like, what is the world and, like, questioning reality and stuff. And I think it's that, too. But I don't think you can pretend that there weren't incredible fight scenes that, and maybe some people only like the fight scene parts of it. And they're kind of like, oh, yeah, you break out of The Matrix never. But ultimately, they're there for, like, the the karate. I thought the action in this, this was was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: The actual fight scenes, at least. I thought there was some interesting stuff with, like, action action. Like... Neo can't fly anymore, but he does still know Kung
1: Fu, but he's not like, Neo. and he's can not also like stop Neo in the loaded, Huh? And can also still stop bullets. Yes, but he uh, very
2: often too. That was like the it's last two to the, the point movie. where like,
0: he just makes force fields and just pushes missiles and, and bullets away and stuff. Um, but I thought the act when it actually came to like the fighting, like they fight in this warehouse at one point and the Merovingian shows up. I didn't Oh my also...
2: God. And, and all the, um, lost boys from, uh, from hook yeah also show up with the i was trying to vision. recognize
0: and someone pointed out i think those are also his goons from the second movie but i didn't recognize them they weren't like recognizable enough for that me that was such a, odd at all. I like and it was i also could things, not tell what he was saying at all
1: yeah when he showed up and jillian was like who is that i was like i am not sure but i think it's supposed to be a character from the second movie i was just like this is like i understand some fan service stuff but this to me was just like okay this is like this character that was in the second movie is now like responsible for this big fight scene in the fourth movie i was just like this is too much the, like ha- they should have
0: called back to the best scene with a merovingian and, and like one of the characters should have eaten like some cake and been like oh i feel so and he's like that's right i'm still making <laughs> orgasm cake
2: <laughs> oh my God. I, so I completely forgot about that character and that scene. It, terrible. He's a weird it character. Again.
0: It's just like a weird section of, of the second movie. I mean,
2: I, and the third movie he's, he's in both the second oh, yes. and the third movie. And so I think that's why they figure Hey, we put a lot of time into this character. Hey, who's a fan we'll favorite? Morpheus? No, the Merovingian. No, the Merovingian. And I ne- like hearing his name, I never understand w- like what it actually is like it half the time sounds like Mero Vingian or whatever. And like, I, I don't know how it's written. uh, Like no connection to it. Also. I think nobody, maybe it's just me, but does anybody really like two and three that I think that like bringing it, bringing him back as a major player in both of those movies, like, yeah, nobody's going to know. Cause what they remember is the first movie, not really the the second two people. Yes.
0: I mean the first one is like so much and it's also self-contained, it feels like where like at the end he's like, I'm gonna start wake Neil's like, I'm gonna start waking people up and show them that this isn't the real world. And then like takes off in the sky and it's like, come on. And then like the music kicks in and you're like, all right, perfect, the matrix, that's it. That's the whole movie. Yeah. When it goes into two and three, again, we already mentioned it's sort of diminishing returns for me. I really like the second one, but I also haven't revisited it as yeah. recently, and I feel like it's just one of those things where, i'm kind of enamored with the the fight scenes and some of the cinematography and there's just like there's a lot going for it even if it's not as good as the first one and definitely not the third one for me is definitely like worse than the other two um
2: and and these like the merovingian i guess the oracle did it too and the oracle is another probably fan favorite that they skipped out on this time uh you know in favor of bringing back the merovingian and the the daughter of the two programs that uh
0: it's kind like, of cool that they got that actress to come back since she was a little kid in the other movies.
2: Is it the same is actress? Is that the same? I actress? believe so. I think Really? So. Isn't it? I, I thought don't, it was. I, don't, I doubt it. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I thought I think that was she's the whole famous. thing.
0: I thought I read something that they were bringing her back. No, it
2: could be. I mean, uh, Andrew looks like is looking this I'll up, like so up. I won't. But um, like, she. If so, uh, I'm glad her acting career uh, took off because she was. <laughs> terrible in that first one and uh she she did a lot better in this new she's a program okay and it's it's also interesting because like at the end they mentioned a rainbow sky and that was her contribution at the end of like yes three i think it was where like they kind of like free the matrix and she's she can do whatever she wants so she creates this uh rainbow sky Mm -hmm. but no uh,
1: definitely not definitely not it's
2: definitely
0: not okay well i for some reason i for some reason i thought that someone had said that or, or maybe i read that someone that was the plan or something i don't know i'm talking out of my fucking ass
2: find who said um it and now and... i hate the
0: movie because they didn't bring back the original actress from <laughs> uh the other ones um i but like i said i th- i didn't love the um yeah i wish the fight scenes were better and it's just a shame because i feel like you couldn't tell what was happening it was just like sloppy and not as like fun to watch as the other ones and i'm just kind of like if the idea is that this is a commentary on it, like matrix don't need crazy fight scenes. Cause we're like acknowledging that those exist and stuff. It's like, mm, I think that like, if you're going to, then don't have fight scenes, have right. just him yeah. on the motorcycle force pushing people. But like when you have it and it's disappointing, it's just like, oh man, like these are like the worst fight scenes of like all of the movies. That yeah. was a,
2: always a question for me in all of these Matrix and it never really made sense the, because, because the movies are supposed to be so heady, right? And you have this person who has intense powers. He can do whatever he wants, essentially, right? You're folding reality itself and all they do throughout the entire uh, trilogy of four movies is uh, like punch each other and shoot each other with guns it's, it's like nothing. I mean, they do some creative stuff with bullet time and moving faster and stuff, but you can really bend reality entirely. The whole, you know, you can create people. They like wrote that woman in the red dress, right. You can mm-hmm. create uh, sensations that the Merovingian showed you can create, like you can have all of these differences and all they end up doing is like 90 eighties, nineties action scenes, Right Of people punching each other and shooting at each other in big explosions, and so they didn't explain that that was part of the matrix where people want to see this, and so you have to kind of like perform it in this way. They never gave any explanation that way or not. They just like had big action scenes along with people doing the exposition without explanation dumps of of just like we're going to talk for the next forty minutes without telling you anything about the matrix or about. Uh, your characters or anything like that thats um, a weird weird thing to have caught on. I feel like it was just the yeah. first movie that people liked, and it was just the the outside concept right and a, a couple cool new um effects that that came up that were then yeah. uh parodied by every other action movie and so uh like now seeing them they're not even that novel or unique um but then they tried to make one by having doogie Howser walk within bullet time a bullet I time did not inside like how
1: that looked time. to me that looked real I, that effect was bad yeah <laughs> I, I saw what they were
0: going for but I just think it didn't look good to me I wonder uh... if
1: a lot of the, so a lot of this movie like half of this movie almost didn't get made because of COVID and there was like a big rumor that Lana Wachowski was going to just not finish the movie and like she like was thinking about letting this movie be one of those like legendary unfinished projects that we would never like see and so, but like the cast and you know Keanu and and Carrie Anne Moss were like, no, we need to, we should finish the movie. And I wonder if a reason why so much of the movie feels unfinished and like weird and like there are just plot holes that are written and like things that aren't like fully explained is I wonder if it just was like a a production that was plagued with COVID, like they just had to keep shutting down. And could- I didn't hear anything about it, but maybe so. I and I feel like
0: I we'll hear sometimes in like trade news. Like I know that Pattinson got COVID during the Batman and they had to shut times. down for a while. And I, I, I would just be surprised if um, I would be surprised to learn if I guess it's it's entirely possible that happened, but I would, I'm didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. Um, I, would,
2: I would believe that has an influence on it, but I wouldn't believe that that's the entire r- reason, reason why this movie. Yeah. Be, this doesn't feel to me because the second and the third movie are also that and yeah. COVID uh, <laughs> even they were both made in two, 2003 like yeah. or released in the same year i didn't realize that but yeah. um like yeah i feel like the this one is on brand i should say so it sure. doesn't feel like it's too far outside of uh what the matrix is for it to have been just covid um yeah. messing with things
1: yeah um
0: i guess like my kind of my last kind of comment on it was like of some of the stuff i was thinking about was um I always thought Trinity was a really cool character in the I liked her character in the first movie. I liked that she was told by the oracle that she's going to like fall in love with the one and that's like the connection to her and Neo. But I liked that she was a badass without being the prophesized uh super badass that can like learn karate. I mean, she can learn all the like how to fly in the helicopter and all that stuff in the Matrix, but like she can't bend reality like Neo. So I did think it was interesting that she sort of is that sort of subverted that Neo isn't quite as powerful anymore and that she is essentially becoming the one or is the one. But I also don't know if I needed, I thought she was really cool without being the prophesized can do anything person. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn.
1: The best scene with her in the movie is when, you know, like they're trying to rush her out of the restaurant when like, you know, it's like either she chooses to stay or stay or, or leave the matrix and her husband's like, come on, Tiffany, let's go. Tiffany, let's go. And she just kind of turns. She goes, I hate that fucking name or something like mm-hmm. that. And she's like, I'm Trinity. That was to me like that's the best scene for her in the movie. And just that that's, that turn of like, I hate that fucking name was like, oh, cool. She's going to fuck some shit up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like, I think having her be this like badass on her own without Matrix Powers was always cool. And to have her now be... I don't. I don't know. I'm of two minds because it's like I'm.
0: I'm not unhappy that she gets to be like the Neo of the movie and get to be like ultimately like she's the one that can fly into all this crazy stuff. But I thought she was cool in the other movies without having all that. Like she was incredibly competent and badass and and doing doing the most yeah when she wasn't with had didn't have those powers. So I, it's it's kind of interesting. I don't know.
2: She also didn't really get to do a whole lot with those powers because she got she basically got free. She flew that was the end of the movie, right? Yeah. She flew. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's um, like working to... up
0: to breaking out and becoming kind of self-realized yeah. or whatever. So.
2: Oh, maybe that maybe COVID destroyed the cool the really cool action scene that this movie needed that would have been a showcase of what Trinity could do that never, you know. Maybe. Maybe. I also didn't love
0: the swarm mode. I didn't like that every everyone could just become turned on to be attacking and then they were like throwing themselves like bullet like a uh, bomb, like bombs outside of the buildings i didn't love i didn't love no, the visual well, of it like okay also, it's this, like freaked me out and also i just didn't like how it looked and yeah
2: none of this fucking made sense to me anyways because in the first movies right any per any and this didn't make sense in the original movies themselves that any person could become an agent an agent can take over any person uh and those those were actual people. So what happened to the actual battery people in the Matrix? Did they get flushed when they became an agent? They just like okay, we no longer get power from this one because they I don't remember if agent? they
0: address that because I feel like an agent will jump from person to person, and then I think if they exit that body, I'm like, so that person just does they just like have memory loss and don't know like why they're like a few blocks away now and holding? But they're also know,
2: getting killed by the the Matrix people. This is another thing is that there were there were a ton of people who were just cops. They, were, they weren't, the The agents hadn't taken over them. Also the like cops tended to work with the agents all the time as if they were FBI agents, right? But the Matrix people, the, the folks who had been released and went back into the Matrix to fight and do whatever, they would just shoot cops too. And just like kill people who were clearly like the human being batteries uh, in the Matrix, d- working a job and just getting destroyed by these people. like for people who are trying to save humanity, it feels it like, like our they were, reality. They were really willing to, to uh, take out the rest of humanity. Uh, but in then in this one, they, it seemed like they were trying to, uh, to correct that by saying, okay, now we can have bots that take over people. But it's like, that's the exact same thing yeah. that was happening in the last one. There is no difference here, except um, you don't have to do one agent at a time. Is that what's
1: the difference? I, I, don't know. I guess. I do got a, Jet pretty soon, but uh, it so um, any final thoughts on the movie before we finish up? I think it's you know I think I'm gonna watch it again.
0: It's I feel like there's yeah a lot of lingering kind of questions to be answered for me, and I I do kind of question its sort of place among all the other movies. I think there's just a lot going on behind the scenes, like you said, it was like make it with me or without me kind of a thing. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of you know personal connections in the film that kind of helped anchor it for for lana and um uh, but i just feel like it's it's questioning and doing a lot with the meta of the uh, previous films and also not reaching the heights of some of those entries either so it's it's a complicated one for me but i would still recommend people go out and and see it i I wish i i was very hyped for this and spider-man and this let me down a little bit so
1: max what about you
2: i i feel like the matrix in general is like it brings up a lot of questions. Not all of them are. I, I'd say most of them are not the good kind of questions of like, "Wow, this is really made me think." It's just like, "What the fuck? That doesn't like. Does that really tie in?" It's more of those kind of questions of just like uh, trying to figure out what the the movie is. Not saying on a metaphysical level, but just on like a like at the at the very ground level, does this doesn't match up with this other thing? Sure. Uh, I think it's it has. the the very first matrix had that interesting idea what if you're living in a in a different world what if everything you see is not what you're seeing what if your perceptions are off and what does it mean to like be a unique and individual person what are you stuck in those those questions are interesting some of them came up again here i think some of the questions of meta uh like like um i i don't even know maybe i need a little bit more time from here to see what it's actually trying to say but it, it was kind of interesting seeing uh, Neo and Trinity talking in a in a coffee stand and not really aware of what's going on, uh, but like talking about the movie industry and, and stuff like that. Sure. It's a, it's a little bit interesting, but more of those weird questions. What the fuck are you doing with this? Uh, so if, you, if you're into The Matrix and you're into being weirdly confused, uh,
1: go ahead and watch it. Yeah. All right, everybody, that'll do it for us. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.